Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robin Nagle and this is a podcast series where I get to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. Today I'm going to be taking a pretty hard turn away from what I normally talk about in this series um, and it's going to be more of a political uh, podcast today. So if you're not fully interested in that, obviously you can tune out and that's perfectly fine. It will not hurt my feelings at all. Um, that's okay. But before I get fully into this, I want to give myself sort of a caveat uh, for this. So I am not a super informed person politically. I will be completely honest about that. It's only gained uh, semi-importance within the past couple years as I've become more of an adult and I desire to be an informed voter and an informed citizen. Um, But before that, it really wasn't important. Um, I wasn't raised uh, to really think that it was important, so it's not something I've studied extensively or really paid attention to extensively. So um, when I get into this, I just want that to be known because it will not sound as educated as my previous posts, and I never want to lead someone astray. I don't want you to be like, oh, well, he talks about this, this, and this so well, um, so I can trust him talking about this. Um for this case, that is not how you should view this at all, um, because I am being upfront that I'm not fully educated in all of this. Um, I'm working on it, uh, so maybe in a couple years I will make a podcast similar to this, and it will be, uh, you know, educated and so on and so forth. Um, the second caveat I kind of want to give is uh, so I'm going to be talking about uh, the video slash article that's been coming around on Facebook. Babylon Bee's already poked fun of it, so I'm sure the majority of you have already noticed this. Uh, it's a speech that uh, President Biden uh, was giving, um, and from skimming through a bit of uh, the speech and uh, listening to a couple different portions, it seems like the majority of it was based on um, gun reform to some extent, um, but I'm not 100% sure. So when I um, talk about this, I'm bringing a couple of these quotes completely out of context, um, and I just want to be upfront about that um, because I know uh, this is the thing that like really irks me um, and is a huge pet peeve of mine when studying the Bible and talking about the Bible. I hear people take verses out of context all the time uh, to kind of like fabricate what they wanted to say, and that's super annoying to me. And uh, it's destructive, and it's 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 just not good. Um, in the same way, uh, obviously, we know that the media can take uh, things out of context and spin them, and so on and so forth. Like, and that can be destructive as well. Um, it can also be uh, beneficial, I suppose, depending on how things are worded and taken. But um, I just want to be upfront that this is going to be taken out of context. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I'm not, to be, I'm not going to be talking about the whole thing. I'm going to be talking about this quote that's been uh, going around um, and why uh, it should be concerning. Uh, because, again, if I'm talking about it, um, it's something. Because, uh, I, as I stated before, this is not something I generally talk about. The third thing before I get into it is that I am such an optimist that I just want to believe that the motive behind this quote is not matching the quote itself. And what I mean by that is um, 
uh, this has been all over the media for the past couple of years now um, that President Biden is obviously uh, an older man. Um, and there are some things that he just had a couple of slip of the tongues with. And um, uh, some people say that he plausibly has dementia. Uh, I'm not here to give any opinion or medical opinion on anything like that. Again, I haven't been paying close attention, and I'm not an expert in any way, shape, or form to uh, diagnose someone, Um, and I'm not going to take the media's uh, or Facebook's um, opinion because that's ridiculous. Um, But the the idea behind it is that uh, he said a couple odd things in the past, and uh, a portion of that could be just because, you know, uh, he's just not reading the teleprompter or he's trying to riff um, and be a better speaker than uh, he actually is or something like that. Uh, also, when you're giving speeches or a lecture or anything like that in front of people, um, I know from personal experience uh, that sometimes you just don't say the things that uh, you want to say in the most correct way that you can say them. And so um, it's plausible, again, this is complete optimism, um, that he just said something, uh, you know, randomly and didn't really mean it um, because of how pressure works when you're giving a speech. Uh, It could have been that he was trying to joke plausibly and he just doesn't have much of a voice inflection to denote any type of sarcasm or anything like that because again this is getting taken out of context um and we just don't know the motives of his his mind until uh you know if he obviously says later on i really meant that or i didn't really mean that then we just have to you know forgive and forget and like that's the that's how we as a society grow and move forward Um, We can't be hung up on all these things all the time. But uh, the topic of the actual quote, I'm going to, obviously it's it's taken out of context like I've said, um, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to read a little bit of um, other things uh, and really just uh, go on this topic for a little bit. So the quote that he said during this is, uh, those who say, the blood of the patriots, you know, and all that stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. And then he goes uh, and says a couple different things in between this, but, like, how he phrases that seems like this is not a speech. This is, like, him riffing personally. From my personal experience, or from my personal opinion of how to, uh, you know, uh, read into and um, parse out quotes and things like that, that's what it seems like. Um, But he says... Uh, This is the concerning part. If you think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. Uh, And the uh, uh, thought behind this, especially with everybody's, uh, you know, opinion all over the Facebook and news and all that stuff, um, is that, uh, you know, if we as the people want to ever overthrow the government, which is technically our right given the Declaration of Independence, um, which I'm actually going to read here in a minute, Um, because I think it's important to actually read things. Um, But uh, uh, that uh, we have no, we don't even have a chance to do so unless we have radical weaponry. Um, And so that's a very 
scary thing. Um, again, I'm an optimist, and I really hope that the motive is not there uh, that everybody's saying is, because again, this quote is out of context. But um, it's concerning that that was even words that came out of someone's mouth. Um, so I want to read a, a quote by Thomas Jefferson. It says, What country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. Again, uh, reasserting this notion that uh, is found within the, the Declaration of Independence of uh, if tyranny is happening, we should overthrow it um, and start anew. So I'm actually just going to read the beginning of the Declaration of Independence uh, because, again, because I'm not overly informed about it, it's just easier to read it than to guess or quote somebody else. Uh, it's just easier to read the text itself uh, in the same way when you don't know a whole lot about the Bible. It's just easier to just read the Bible. It's, you don't have to read theology or uh, commentaries. You just read the text, and the answer is there. So, it starts out, The Unanimous Declaration of the Thirteen United States of America. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with an, an, another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation." We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Uh, then it goes in to a couple different um, reasons of when you should do this. Um, and then it goes into their personal reasons of why um, they wanted to um, be void of the King of Britain's power. Um, and they list uh, a couple of the things that he did specifically. Uh, and then they uh, sign it, and that's the uh, Declaration of Independence. But the beginning uh, portions that I, I just really want to reiterate um, is um, that one... Uh, the pursuit of happiness and happiness in general is like one of the more uh, desired values in the, the Declaration of Independence. Um, that we have these inalienable rights um, that are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But then uh, that we should be able to uh, abolish the government and institute a new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Um, happiness is, like, one of the key features, uh, which I just find interesting, personally, because, like, uh, obviously I'm just reading this, um, but to me that sounds, uh, interesting that that's, uh, one of the 
topics. Uh, no other country before this has ever really cared about its citizens' happiness. Um, so that's what that's one of the things that makes America very different. Um, and I'm not saying that America's obviously been perfect for the past 300 years. Like, uh, clearly we haven't. <laughs> um, and when I always talk about perfection in the um, in personal uh, growth, uh, if your goal is perfection, then I always say that uh, you have unlimited potential to grow every single day. Um, and what I mean by unlimited potential is that perfection is not obtainable. So if your goal is that, then you can always grow. Um, there's no limit to it because your goal is technically not obtainable. Um, so if our goal as a country is just to be the greatest, um, then obviously uh, our potential to grow is unlimited. Um, it's limitless. Um, and we haven't done a fantastic job at that. Um, another thing that I find interesting is that uh, when... Uh, you know, experience tyranny, and I don't think, uh, from a personal perspective, uh, I haven't done a full uh, historical dialogue about this, um, I don't think that we've experienced tyranny uh, to its full extent or anything like that. Um, we've had back and forth between parties, and, um, you know, people think that all their rights are getting taken away all the time, um, and that's uh, completely different, because again, this is a democracy, it, it rules functioned on the majority, um, and the majority has not uh, received any of this. Now, should we uh, uh, reevaluate uh, some of our systems and things like that? Sure, why not? Um, again, because if we want to be the greatest, we, we should uh, reevaluate. You should reevaluate yourself when you want to be better. That's just how that works. Um, but we've had kind of this back and forth between parties for a long time. And, uh, you know, the next guy obviously wants to get rid of everything the last guy does. And uh, just super annoying and doesn't really help. But again, we shouldn't be placing all of our, uh, you know, hope and dreams in the president. Uh, regardless of what they say, if it's a slip up, if it's, uh, if it's clearly, if it's, if it's a, an actual motivated um, idea that they actually hold and believe... Um, which is, which would be frightening if that's true. Again, I'm an optimist and I, I really hope not, um, because I've said dumb things before and, uh, I, not everybody understands my sarcasm to an extent. Um, so when I have such dry humor, um, people take that seriously and they can take that and run with it, uh, which is hundred percent possible that people have done. I just don't hear about it. So, um, I really hope that, obviously, this is not accurate, um, but hope isn't really going to get us anywhere if uh, it is. So I really want to talk about, and this is going to be a bit of a longer one, uh, simply because I'll ramble a bit more in this one, uh, because I ramble more when I don't know about something than when I do, which is odd, because if you've heard me ramble about things that I do know, you know that they go on for a bit. Um, so buckle up. <laughs> um, but... Uh, this idea of uh, essentially like reform, of um, constantly trying to get better. Like we can't live in this disillusion that we still are the best that we've ever been or anything like that. Um, we have to always strive for the future of being better um, as citizens. And one of the things that really got me interested in uh, politics for the first time was this 
uh, feeling, I suppose is the best way to put it, uh, that another renaissance uh, has to happen. And I've talked about this previously in a podcast, I believe, um, and I've talked about it in person and in Instagram posts and stuff like that, uh, for sure. But uh, the the quote that I have on my Instagram is, after the plague comes the renaissance, and after the uh, plague of, you know, COVID and like this, uh, this time period that we're in, uh, comes this rebirth um, and this resurgence. And for me, I really believe it's a, an awakening of the church. Um, but I also believe that uh, a renaissance can obviously be a very much a governmental um, and political system reform or uh, educational reform. Um, all the things, really, and not just one or the other or anything like that. Like a renaissance is a full, a renaissance is a full rebirth. Um, if we look at previous ones, uh, we just haven't had uh, a movement like that for a while. And I really believe that the world is ready for a new one, um, especially with all of the... Uh, connectivity that we have currently i really think that um the glow the entire earth would benefit from uh a renaissance uh, whether that starts here whether it starts in europe whether it starts in asia uh, or africa or south america like uh, wherever it starts is no concern of mine as long as it happens because i really think that uh we would benefit from really looking at ourselves um and bettering ourselves in that way and one of the things in the early Italian Renaissance that happened was they taught uh, politics to uh, their kids. It was one of the uh, couple main requirements in schooling was that they become informed political citizens and they will take uh, part in politics and they would take part in bettering uh, you know, their nation um, and being, um, you know, valued members of society. Uh, and it's something that obviously we don't do unless it's an elective, unless you do it uh, based on your own personal um, wants and desires. Uh, but it's the thing that really shifted and started the uh, Renaissance was that they, uh, they knew what needed fixed, that they knew uh, what they had come out of, um, and they saw the opportunity to be better um and they did become better and it influenced the rest of europe it ultimately created the idea behind america because the renaissance also sparked the reformation uh and then it also sparked this idea of um men's suffrage which wasn't a thing people didn't vote before it was only the nobles that had any say in government so uh the men's suffrage movement happened and uh men became uh, able to vote, the like common folk, essentially. Um, they were able to, you know, uh, have their ideas expressed and represented. Um, and then after that, uh, we have this topic of uh, being completely um, separate from the King of England and becoming a independent nation. And so, like, uh, again, like, the idea behind this nation uh, really started within the Renaissance, that idea to be free, um, to be free of your rulers, to be able to voice your uh, concern and opinions, to not let just the nobles rule over you. Um, and now we have a, a free nation that we stand for these certain values and ideas. And um, if that ever shifts or starts shifting, like we have every right to stand up and uh, stop it from shifting, to 
um, uh, you know, the Declaration of Independence says that we have the opportunity to overthrow um, and then reestablish a government that is for our safety and our happiness. Um, and it's something that, like, uh, I think that we just continually turn a blind eye to certain things. And uh, it's just not good. It's not healthy. Um, when you do it in your own personal life, it's obviously not healthy. I've talked about um, mental health and um, seeking out counselors and therapy and uh, bettering yourself. Um, it's very much the same uh, on a national level that we as a society should be evaluating and reevaluating and uh, pushing towards this and getting involved and not letting, uh, you know, an older generation or anything like that uh, continue to um, ruin things. Uh, if they are, in fact, ruining, like, we, the, there's a portion of that that we won't know until hindsight, um, but some of it is uh, uh, decently evident. Because, um, like, for me, the thought has always been, and I'm going to be rambling, uh, this one's a bit longer, so I hope it's at least decently interesting. Um the thought for me is, like, uh, I just want, you know, a 35-year-old president. Like, I, I want the minimum in. <laughs> like, uh, I want them minded to uh, continue setting up things for their generation and younger generations uh, that we have, like, these over uh, 50, over 60-year-old uh, presidents um, is concerning for me as a young person. Um, cause I desire, uh, you know, a country that'll be good to my kids, um, if I ever have them, um, and to myself, like when I'm older, um, I've always joked in the past about, uh, like a retirement, uh, whenever I was working like a factory job or whatever, it's just like, yeah, no, I don't think we'll be able to retire. I think I'm just going to die here. <laughs> like, I'm just going to die at the, at the machine. Um, things like that because of uh, a couple different things that changed and so on and so forth. I'm not going to get into that tangent, um, but it was a joke, uh, obviously, um, when talking to people. And so um, that idea of, like, uh, millennials and Gen Z and uh, younger uh, are kind of getting, like, uh, pushed aside, I suppose, in a way, um, shouldn't be happening. Um, it should literally be a society built for the next generation. That's how we grow. And so I'll be interested to see how this uh, next renaissance happens. I really believe that one will happen. I think it's, uh, I just think it's so needed that I would be surprised if it doesn't happen. I don't know if that'll be uh, in, you know, educational reforms. I don't know if something new will be taught. Um, I don't know how it'll happen politically. Um, or governmentally, um, if there will be, you know, a 35-year-old president or something like that. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but it's something that I, I personally just see or envision for the future. Um, so we'll see how that happens, or if I'm even right. Um, uh, we'll see that as well. Um, but yeah, so, uh, thanks for sticking along with this one. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, personally, I'm, I mean, I'm going to publish this and post it regardless. Um, I would, I know just by going back through it in my head a little bit, uh, that I didn't say everything perfectly and that's perfectly fine. Um, I'm okay with that. Uh, so I appreciate everybody that kind of, uh, 
stuck around for the entire podcast and uh, everybody that obviously checks us out and uh, comments and likes and all that good stuff. I appreciate it. Um, but I know that this isn't my, uh, you know, my wheelhouse. Uh, I didn't really talk about things that I completely knew. Um, this is kind of just a reactionary type of podcast. So uh, hopefully there was some value in it uh, to some extent. Um, but yeah, so thanks again, and I'll catch you guys at the next one.